0: fabulous show with Dr. Glenna Rice, The Questionable Parent. This is what we're doing here today. Today, it's about let's have a conversation with your body. Uh, And today, Dr. Glenna's special guest is Cass Thomas. So let's talk a little bit before I give you a formal introduction of these two amazing women. You know, what is it we wanna say about our bodies? Well, whatever it is, we generally don't say. (laughs) There you go. Uh, So we might as well just kinda like end the show, but that's not true. (laughs) Um, What is it that we, we look at when we're looking at ourselves that we don't realize that we're having? And so have you ever decided somewhere along the way, you're going to actually have a conversation? Well, that's one of the things that we're going to talk about today. Dr. Glenna Rice joining me here today, regular co-host on the show, host of her own incredible show and podcast. But more than that, she is someone that travels the world. Uh, She's a physical therapist, owner of Access Physical Therapy, but also she's an amazing access consciousness facilitator. And she teaches people about the body. You know, there are some people that can't even say the word the body, but this is what she does. She goes beyond all of that, asks the question, what else is possible, and literally literally takes people by the hands and helps them transform their lives to gain a new level of awareness. Today as well, Cass Thomas joining us here today, bestselling author, international coach, access consciousness certified facilitator, travels the world as well, but invites us to understand and tap in to our own unique brand of magic. What is it? What is it that we want to say, be, do, and show up as? Today, uh, we are all coming together to, to, to this particular show to tackle what I think is a tough subject. Why? Well, because many people right now, they looking in the mirror, they saying, "Oh, summer's coming, nope, ain't gonna get into that bathing suit." or yep, whatever it is we're saying. Are we doing it to honor our best selves, Dr. Glenna? Cass, great to have you both here. Oh, thanks Thanks for having us. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to let's just yeah let's just start out with this question to get to know each of you a little bit around this topic. Let's start with you, Dr. Glenna. Uh, Dr. Glenna Rice been on the show for years, and I don't know that I've ever asked you, Dr. Glenna. What kind of chats did you have to have with your body from before when you even knew that you were having a conversation with your body or how important it was? But what was it that you used to say to your body? And what have you learned to say differently to the Dr. Glenna Rice body? (laughs) That is an awesome question. Thank you. (laughs) And my head is just going, oh, my God, I
1: don't even want to (laughs) tell people. Um kind of conversations See, I used yeah. to have with my body. But I told you. It was a pretty normal conversation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I was, I mean, a pretty busy lifestyle that I had before. I have a busier one now, but I have more ease with it. And I'm in, like, the, I create with my body and we're friends. So it works a lot better now. But I would um, force it to do things. You know, we had to go to class. We had to go to dance class. We had to exercise so many times a week, no matter what my body felt like, no matter um what else is going on? I had to put so those those things into my life, which so many people do. I wouldn't say, "Hey, body, do you want to go to class today?" Which is what I always ask now. Um, I had three kids; I was running around all the time. I was pretending I was really sleep deprived. Actually, my body doesn't really require as much sleep as everyone tells you. So that was a different conversation I had. Like, I would, I need to go to sleep because I'll be tired. Well, since I changed that conversation, I go to sleep when my body's ready, and I'm never tired in the morning. Um, and I judged it. Yeah, I had three kids. Yeah. I judged how my stomach looked afterwards. Um, now we talk about those things. Like, body, how would you like to look? If you, if I gave you permission to create yourself the way you want it to be, and the, the things that I would judge start to change because your judgments will lock, and you know, your body will create itself from the judgment. It will also create itself from a question when you're using it. Um, it's a completely different conversation and the ease that is for everything you do from what, you know, just getting up in the morning and having your first cup of coffee is easier when you're talking mm-hmm. to somebody and converse- having a conversation.
0: Yeah. So I have a question for you and then we got to jump to cast, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, I did a brief introduction of what what both of you uh, have accomplished in life. And and honestly, it's really, it's, it's really very brief. But when we do these shows the way we do them, we talk real stuff. Now, maybe it's just me. Maybe you both don't do this. But I'm just saying, so you've never had the trash talk with your body? Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did have, yeah. I would be very upset with how it looked um, mm-hmm. or how it felt. Um, things like, oh, if I if I don't do this, I'm going to get sick. That would be one that, like, that is actually abusing oh. your body because -hmm. You know that, or I'm sick of this. I'm so I would say that a lot. Oh my God, I'm so sick of my life. I'm so sick of taking the kids to school. I'm so sick of this, or I'm so sick of that. And I did get sick. And when Mm -hmm. I stopped that abuse, I have not been sick Mm. in ten years. Yeah. So yeah, I I thrashed it. Um, you know, moderately. I also liked it, so I wasn't terrible. I've heard some real horror stories over the years about how people are with their body. Um, but I definitely didn't have the awareness that you could have a relationship and a friendship and a communion with it and it right. could go, you know, create with you instead of against, you know, creating against your body. But yeah, I, I you know, didn't like my shape of my body. Mm-hmm. didn't like how thin my hair was. There's lots of things I judged it about it. Um, you oh, know, they still my... might creep up, but oh, now don't I don't have even... tools. I don't, I, I've got oh. tools now. I don't have to, you know, make those judgments stick. I can change it. I can change my mm-hmm. point of view and create a mm-hmm. different possibility.
0: You know, I love this, Cass, just so you know, um, because you are, you you know, you're touring the world right now uh, and, you know, talking about your, your hit book, Seven Steps to Flawless Communication. So you must be cringing right now with me talking about trash talk for my body. But Glenna will tell you that that is me. That's the role I play because I haven't always been Dr. Pat. You understand. I haven't always been that you know, honestly, half the time, I didn't even know my name. But for you, what, what's the transformation that happened to you? Or have you always been, you know, masterfully, you know, Cass Thomas?
2: You know, I love the question. Um, I really love the question you asked. So you guys, I'm, I'm sitting here listening to Glenna listening and, and wondering what was the conversation like? And I spent a lot of time um, and the answer surprised me to that question because mm-hmm. I, I get that um, now it's actually a dialogue with my body it's not um, a monologue and i'm actually soliciting information from my body uh, with which to make uh, choices uh and you know we call them decisions right uh, what to eat uh, where to go um, what to wear all the time a conversation so it's actually a slower conversation and this is so thank you for that question because I get just by you asking me that, that it was mm-hmm. more immediate. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess, and it may, perhaps it was based on judgment. I remember as a kid, I cut out um, salad dressing. I live in, in uh, Europe, I've been living here for about 20 years, yeah. but in the States we have, I don't know how many salad dressings now, but even, you know, 20 years ago, there were like 20 of them, blue cheese salad dressing oh. was my favorite, oh. right? I oh, always wanted blue cheese salad dressing. So a little bit from discipline and maybe it was from judgment um but feeling like I was a little chunky um I cut out salad dressing. And my sister to this day says, "I can't believe the discipline you have that you just cut out salad dressing," right? From your and, and a, a few other things that but it wasn't never a conversation with my body. I was like, "Okay, how do I how do I do this? How do I match allow, get my body to match my the judgment I think. You know what I mean? I would like to have with my body, but you know, I was um, I at eleven, graduating from the fifth grade. I remember my picture with my high with my elementary school teacher. This she was. I had my arm around her. She was underneath my armpit because that's how small she was and flat. And I have had, I guess, a double D cup since I was eleven. You mm-hmm. know, anything, you know, yeah. Nice brown booty. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah,
0: I do know what I- you mean. <laughs>
2: So, and that's not always so comfortable. Maybe even was 10. That's not always so comfortable um, as a kid. Um, Lots of attention that um, now I would know how to um, channel. Um, But at the time, it's a bit overwhelming when, um, you know, you get all that sexual attention uh, for your body. So I spent really a lot of time, and maybe that's the trash conversation, like actually trying to annihilate Exactly. Um, the existence of um, the body, like don't nothing to see here, nothing to see here, don't look here, don't look here, don't look here, and also, you know, I was a, um, quite a student, so there was, you know, the the, the mind, the intellect, um, that kind of thing, plus, you know, in the spiritual stuff. So, you know, I was reading uh, Seth speaks from Jane Roberts when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So I was much more interested in um, those kind of conversations and um could have been into the body but totally didn't want to bring any more attention than it than it automatically got just because it was shapely so the funny thing <laughs> is now right when i even when i moved to italy i was like you know i look at my pictures i was like emancipated at the time
0: <laughs> but i always
2: thought it was you know i was always trying to cover my body you know 20 pounds more later um 10 more than more than probably more than 20 pounds later I'm like showing it and loving it and there's so much more of it (laughs) to show Mm. Um, so that's a bit how the conversation has changed does that answer your question Uh, well
0: uh, yeah I mean because what many people may not know about you Cass is that you know you're somebody that you know you work for years for multinational companies in New York City I was born in New York City lived on the east coast a little bit right um (laughs) You know, and you started your own theater there. And so you're like out in this world, if I might say, where some people might look and say, well, wait a minute, them, them people, they're all about the bodies. You know, they're all about how you look. And you know, there's something to be said about that because I'm telling you where I live right now. I live in Washington State in Seattle. And I will tell you, Glenna, I, the true confessions now, Generally speaking, you don't leave the house without makeup uh, when you're living on the East Coast. Generally speaking, I'm just saying, you you know, you don't leave the house. And I don't care if you're going to the to shop, right? Or where you, where are you going? Or to pick up a pizza. And, you know, maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit, but y- you're always looking good and And my God, your nails are done. If you saw my nails right now, oh, my goodness. But what is this message it's giving us? You know, let's get back to you, Dr. Glenna. What is the message that we're getting? And is it really helping us access our consciousness?
1: Um, No, it's definitely not a conscious message when we're trying to fit into the boxes of this reality, you know, of what we're supposed to look like depending on the city. Yeah, I mean, I grew up in Seattle. It is a little bit more laid back than the East Coast about how, you know, you can go out with your hair in a ponytail and not makeup on. Is You know, you kind of need to be in yoga clothes to make it work there. Um, yeah. <laughs> you need to be dressed appropriately. But that's not, it's, I mean, consciousness is the awareness of everything without judgment. And somewhere in that, when you're trying to fit into what other people are looking like, um, mm-hmm. there's a judgment in that, of that you're not looking that way. So that's, you know, you're, you're having, you can't have the awareness of what you would like to go out looking like, what your body would like to. I mean, maybe you'd like to be, your body would like to be dressed to the hilt, you know, in high heel shoes when it goes to the grocery store some days. And we never even ask it that. And that might be more fun for your body and you than you'd ever imagine. But with these judgments in place of how we're supposed to look and fit in, we can't even access the mm. other fun ways our body would like to be. You know and like to go out in New York and, um, you know, sweat cats and your hair in a ponytail because that's what mm-hmm. it wants to do this day, you know. So, we don't really allow ourselves to listen to what our body would like. We don't have this, we have a monologue like, um, cats is talking. We're not, we're not talking, we're not listening to all the information it has. And when you allow yourself to have the joy, let your body talk to you and let you know what it enjoys, and you let it have that, your life just gets greater. I mean, our body that, that. Joy of living, um, this possible, this has to include your body, because most of the things that are joyful that we do in our life include our body. Eating a beautiful meal, having a beautiful yeah. nap, getting a massage, yeah. going for a walk, just sitting at our computer and creating can be joyful if you include your body in that.
2: And when your body is turned on, like Glenn is saying, when you're enjoying your body, the, the uh, it's a very different vibration. Mm -hmm. It's like people notice it. The molecules are always talking when we talk about conversation, the molecules in your body are always talking to one another, but they're all also always communicating with others. So, you know, when someone's tense, you know, when someone's scared, you know, when someone has low self-esteem, and sometimes that comes off as arrogance when it's um, really um, low self-esteem, but what doesn't matter, like Glenn is saying, whether you're wearing jeans or whether you're wearing, you know, high heels, if You've seen people in high heels and you're like, wow, she's got all the elements of sexy going on. Why right, right. is it not reading, you know? And you've mm-hmm. seen somebody in jeans and you're saying, oh, my God, what make is that? I've got to get those jeans because, you know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> <'Cause>, so, <laughs> but, you know, the thing you asked me about um, yeah. the theater and and stuff, and yeah. I've been uh, working in uh, television uh, for years as well, mm. is... Um, I just realized that it's a way of being around yes there's lots of judgment and all about image there but I'm I'm always on the producer side right so okay. that a producer also looks good you know they could look half good but they get 20 more comments because th- that's not the judgeable character in a production yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean so yeah. The actresses may not, or the actors may not give one another compliments, but they'll compliment the producer because no one expects that. And even in moving to Rome, it's like, I look different. I mean, I'm obviously not Italian, even though there's a lot of, uh, you know, uh, people born here that aren't of Italian uh, descent. Right.
0: Um,
2: right. So, so being different, and that's what I, I love about access too, being different is already an attraction uh, in itself. So uh, really, how you are, uh, your level of comfortability with that, uh, I keep, I have continuously thrown myself into um, seemingly um, less and less comfortable situations. Don't want to stick out? Okay, move to a country where, you know, you're probably the only brown thing they've seen in that neighborhood. You know what I mean? So, uh, and, and the tools that we, you know, that uh, Glenn and I play with all the time and play with together, too, always asking one another questions um, about how much ease can you have um, with being different? And, and everyone's different. Everybody is different. Everybody and everybody.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's good. But, you know, let's do this because. Now I believe and this I want to get some uh, feedback on this. I believe it is actually fashionable now to 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 be unique and different. Now what what do I mean by that? Okay. So I'm I'm probably older than you both, right? Probably older than you both put together, but here's the deal what I remember. You know, I remember going up in a generation where all of a sudden my mom's look, my mom's clothes, my mom's hair in a bun, whatever that deal was about It was, wow, I've got long hair, I've got a headband on, you know, maybe got a few colors going on in there, kind of loose clothes, looking a little. What hippie like, if I dare say. Really a conversation about look and feel. and, And underneath all that was a sense of how we felt about our bodies in that generation. Now here's the deal. I don't know what happened between the seventies and, uh, right all through the nineties, but there was a shift and I don't know if this is true. Are we getting back to being comfortable just the way we are? Are we getting back with that? Despite Dr. Glenn, despite television ads, you know, good looking people getting the big roles, you know, oh my gosh, are, are is anybody watching Wonder Woman these days? But are we more, right. Are we more acceptable uh today or are we in constant battle? This question for both of you, constant battle with ourselves based on what we're supposed to be looking like and loving. Hmm.
1: Um. I was going to have Kat answer that. I think she has some cool awarenesses about that. Um, I think it might be changing. Um, and it's still the same quite a bit, too. People really aren't. <laughs> there was a, You know, I was born in the 60s, so is We're so about the same age. And uh-huh. he's definitely a lot older than you if you put our, our ages together. I think we uh-huh. don't have a lot of years under the, under you, Kat. Um uh-huh. But, <laughs> yeah, there was a freedom from the 50s that happened in the 60s and 70s with the body. There was definitely a freedom that was showing up. Um, I, them
0: I don't know,
1: Cass, what's your point of view
2: about that? That's a great question. Yeah. You think yeah what's your point of view? I'll, um, I'm not getting a yes on it, actually. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it, um, it's not like everybody needs to be Barbie, but the judgments have not decreased of our bodies. Yeah. Yes.
0: Um, yeah. you know,
2: so, you know, and I remember uh, Glenn and I were in a class together. Um, and this, I mean, one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen stood up to uh, to the mic and said you know how ugly she thought her body was and everyone turned around and looked at her and just couldn't even figure out what she meant now she pro- she was probably about 200 pounds but she w- she had such a yummy body all you wanted to do is go up to it and, and touch it and and hug her and cuddle her you know what I mean so yeah,
0: yeah.
2: it's like the, the, what we also do a lot is um, really no- noticing just like you're saying, uh, Dr. Pat, noticing and recognizing, acknowledging your uniqueness, you begin to take the focus off of um, the focus off of the body um, in a way that it does not receive all of those judgments. Right, it's right. so funny. I live in, in Italy, right? It's mm-hmm. like the fashion, ca- everyone is, is, is fashionable here. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be designer stuff. They're just well put together. And it's a very good looking country. I mean, you know, the average Joe well, it would be Giovanni probably, but <laughs> <laughs> it, um, is good looking here. So that different thing and, and sort of the same. So that part of your question, yes, I get that um, different gives you something, um, gives you an added attraction. And one of the things about living in a pretty homogeneous society is that when someone's different, they're interested here. They're like, wow, hey, they're different. Where are they from? <laughs> you know, it's a curiosity thing. Right. Um, and, and what would it take to to make that viral uh, uh, across the world, really? Yeah. You know, because we yeah, are so much pretty- the same. We're so much the same. We're like 99.999% the same. It's that 0.001 difference, which is would which be like a curiosity. What would it take? Hmm. Hey, look at you! Wow, well, you know how is it speaking that language? What is that like? How does that vi- re- vibrate in your body? What is it having an afro? I've got an afro, Glenna. I don't know if you've seen it. <laughs> no, see it. <laughs> oh, well, i have not. I've
0: got I, an afro. I gotta <laughs> turn on my Skype camera now. <laughs> I,
2: I gotta. I gotta get,
0: we gotta get that Skype camera. Um, Talking
2: about the '70s. I haven't had one since the '70s, and it's so, uh-huh. you know, it's like,
1: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, talking about this, I, I'm, I'm watching my daughters grow up in, you know, this generation. And the Internet and access to um, all the YouTube videos um, about how you can put yourself together, how you put your makeup on, how you're supposed to be. They have more possibilities, I think, than maybe we did in the 70s um, of what they would like to choose to fit into to look like than they did. But I don't think there's, like Cass is saying, there's a difference in the judgment that they're coming mm-hmm. from of how they have to fit in. And if the body's not as included as, it, you know, if the body was included, what would they choose? They may be choosing the same thing or maybe something even more different. And talking about, like, being different and unique, like, every single one of us in our bodies have these different talents and capacities and abilities that are incredible. And they're incredible gifts to everyone around us and to our planet. And when we're trying to fit into these boxes and look like everyone else or yeah. dress like everyone else, we don't, we're, we don't give those gifts anybody they're lost and you know what would it take for people to start accessing what they have that no one else has because that's where your money is that's where your magic is that's where you can create from what you have that no one else has is really what's truly valuable about you
0: yeah i love what we're talking about here now here's why i love it and i love your feedback on this um you know i happen to be italian and so there are some parts of being Italian, and this is not a show on Italians. So I just hold all your emails you're going to send me now about on, how unhappy uh, about what I'm going to say. But it isn't even about that. I grew up in an Italian family that honored traditions and conversation. That's what today's show is about. It's about what the what are the conversations. And this is my question to both of you. What are the conversations that get us from where we are today? Let's just talk about it from where we are today to where we want to go in life. Because if we actually believe for one nanosecond that our body does not play a role in the way we think Right. So, how we think about our success. Oh, no, I don't think about my body. Okay. Eh, Wrong answer. Oh, wait a minute. How I think about my money. Oh, my body. Eh, No. So, what I'm trying to say is our bodies is what shows up in life. And if we are not uh, like, hello, I'm on the same page as you, body, then don't we think that that starts to manifest in so many other areas of our life? Right. You know, help me out here. Am I even close to being on track with why we need to have a conversation with the body?
1: You're totally on track.
0: Yeah. it's, um,
1: it's Really, you're talking about creating for your future, right? You know, I mean, people talk about creating, you know, being in the now, you know, don't go into the past. And, but mm. we really have a conversation about creating for your future, like everything you're creating right now. What if it was something that was creating for your future? What would you be creating today if you were creating for your future? Like the things you'd like to have in your future. And your body is part of that, that conversation. Like if I go, you know, um, choose to choose a different area of work, different way to make mm-hmm. money. So I, my body is included in the conversation about, like, what if, if I choose this, what's that going to create for my future? Mm-hmm. And is that going yeah. to expand my future? Because, you know, my choice is to have a future that grows greater and greater. I don't want to destroy my future. I want to create it greater. So, so, you know, just asking body, if I buy this dress, what's that going to create for my future? Or will it make me more money if Mm -hmm. I buy this? You know, it's a a really great tool for money is if you ask everything you're going to buy that you wear on your body, if you ask it, your body, if I buy this, will it make me more money?
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, And then everything you start buying starts to create more for your future. It's a way to yeah. start accessing what you would like to create in your future. So absolutely, including your body. because Right here on the planet, you're going to have this future with your body.
0: Oh, boy. Cass, exactly. what do you say? What do you say, Cass? Because I'm telling you, you yeah.
2: If you notice, like, your body's always with you, right?
0: So, it is. <laughs> it is always with us. And, and
2: for making money, like your, your being, your spirit, whatever you want to call it, doesn't necessarily... Uh, The money you're making uh, uh, and generating uh, is uh, for your body. And that question, it's one of my favorite questions. You know, if I buy you, will you make me money? It doesn't mean, you know, is somebody going to buy it off of me for more? Mm -hmm. It's actually you. It's a dialogue also with your body. Because what you're asking is that object or anything, a place where you go, are you going to interact with the molecules of my body so that they sing? So that they bring me joy, so that the joy that they bring, that it brings me, is going to allow me to create a future um, that is working for me, or even a present that's working for me. It's like a molecular conversation, which is what I love about the work we do about access. But don't tell anybody, please, that, because, you know, they think it's practical tools, because more practical than having, knowing what atmospheres, what people, actually our contribution to you in your body and it don't send you into judgment, don't send you into clamp down mode. Mm. Is it, and that's that conversation you were talking about, right, Dr. Pat? Like that, you know, what did you call a Trash conversation. How much of that trash, trash talk. conversation
0: trash trash talk. Talk,
2: is ours and how much of it is, a, you know, a, us picking up on other people's thoughts or even our body saying, oh, you had to bring me here, huh? Around this person who does nothing but judge themselves. So you had to bring me in this atmosphere You know, where there's no, you know, there's toxins in the air and there's no natural light. Or you had to put another piece of, you know, 40, Benny wrote me that there's 50 types of salad dressing. You had to put another salad dressing on the salad instead of some oil and (laughs) (laughs) balsamic vinegar. You know, know. so everything asking, how are you going to interact with my body? Because my body is here. It's on this planet. It's interacting with this planet. Now, I, as a being, can go to, you know, my body goes to sleep and I go and play with the stars and everything else. But the body is the one that's here and dealing with the people who are not so kind and dealing with the furniture that's not so comfortable and putting on the clothes who are a bit itchy um, and all that stuff. That's the conversation.
0: Yeah. And we're going to talk about that when we come back from break. But before we go to break, you both. You're traveling, you're doing access events, and uh, let's just take a moment right here for each of you to let everybody know how they can find out more about you. And I want to tell the audience, 1-800-930-2819, do you want to get some help? about as what does glenna say to me we want to get some help about your point of view about your body and what your point of view about your body could be 1-800-930-2819 glenna let's start with you please let folks know how they can find out more about you and give us some info on where you where you both are going to be
1: oh cool yeah so um two two websites there one is my all the access events that i'm have it can be all found online at accessconsciousness.com backslash Dr. Glenna Rice. And then you can also go to glennarice.com which is easier to remember and you can also there's links all over my website to the access site also. You can find me that way and I'm really excited about something coming up. You guys have been talking about New York here and Cass and I have wanted to co-facilitate Access to the Body Class together for a couple of years now and it's never worked out that our we are both traveling so much and we've known each other for 10 years. She used to be um, host and translate me before she became the three-day body class facilitator. So she's been sort of co-facilitating with the translating because she was always working with the bodies and a massive contribution. So now we actually get to create this class. We're going to be in New York, the 15th, 16th, and 17th, right in Health Kitchen, that part of New York. Oh. co um, so facilitating a three-day body class, and we're going to have um, uh, two evening classes, which are available to anybody. You do not have to have done any access before. There's no prerequisite. Cash is doing really? you. Yeah, yes, yeah. 7 o'clock Whoa. on the 15th and 7 p.m. on the 16th. they will do a class the first night on Being You with Money, which is we're starting to talk about some of the stuff we'll probably be sharing with people. And then I'm going to do an introduction introduction class to the joy of business on the second night, starting at 7 Whoa. p.m.
0: Um, and what are the dates again? And how can where, what are the dates because I, I want to get my calendar adjusted. Tell people dates and how they can go to your website and look them up.
2: We're doing July yeah. 15th, oh. July 15th, and July 16th, the evening classes mm. um, that are available to everyone, 7 p.m. Uh, East Coast time. We're going to try and get those online, too, so people can participate uh, online. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then the three-day body class, uh, it's a class you have to have some prerequisites for that, a, a foundation class. Mm-hmm. Access Bars and Access Foundations. That's the fifteenth through the eight, uh, 17th. So July fifteenth, mid July.
0: Awesome. Let's take Isn't a short cool? break. Yeah, a Cast website.
2: Can you cast, tell folks? Cast Thomas K A S S T H O M A S dot com. Cast Thomas or the art of being cast on Facebook
0: awesome and we're going to take a short break and then we're not going to take any more breaks until we because we we're not we just got to get some tools here stay tuned everyone <laughs> 1-800-930-2819 uh we'll be right back
2: can't keep my hands to myself no matter how hard i'm trying to i want you all to myself
1: you my-
0: Are you feeling stagnant
1: or blocked in your love life, career, health, or finances? Experiencing difficulty focusing or setting and achieving goals? Tune in to Spiritual Diagnostics Radio with psychic visionary healers Carol Dorian and Justice Welling. Discover the cause and effect of unwanted patterns in life. Tune in every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit SpiritualD.com. Gifted intuitive healer and spiritual teacher, Sarah Luce, brings her unique style to the hit show, Small Steps, Big Breakthrough Radio on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in each month as Sarah turns reality on end and shows us how to experience expansive results with simple yet powerful steps. Expect an enlightening bend on what you currently believe is possible. For show details on upcoming topics, visit sarahloose.com.
0: That's S-A-R-A-L-O-O-S.com. To see your life from an angel's perspective, book a personal consultation with Claire Candy Hoff, Angelic Walk-In Angel Ariel at Angel Healing House. Candy provides intuitive counseling, Reiki, and angel readings in person in Los Angeles or nationally and internationally via phone or Skype. She will channel the practical tools you need to transform your life. Call now, 831-277-3716 or visit angelhealinghouse.com. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive by. I am so thrilled to be talking to all of you. We have got talk radio for all of you you ready and willing and able to accept all of the abundance you can muster up in your life check us out at drpacho.com transformationtalkradio.com transformationradio.fm oh my goodness back, everyone. Welcome back. You know, and I want to say this, I mean, you all have listened to the show now for 14 years. And I know you know how important this topic and conversation is. And Dr. Glenna has been coming on the air, you know, with me, Dr. Glenna Rice a year after year after year with this conversation and, and, and Cass Thomas as well, traveling the world. There's a reason why these two women do this. And I want to get back, Cass, to what you asked me during the break because you all would not be doing what you're doing, teaching what you're teaching if you haven't seen some things and some pain. Some pain in people around the body, and I'd like to ask each of you: uh, Is that true? You know, are you there to help people move beyond the emotional pain, the physical pain? Is that what keeps you showing up the way you're showing up, Cass? Do you want to oh, start?
2: I do because yeah, I've okay. definitely given intro to um, Glenna. You know. um, the world health organization, uh, out of Switzerland about almost 10 years ago, uh, stated that 80%, right. They released 80% of what goes on in the body in terms of pain and illness um, Mm -hmm. starts from the mind, Yeah, you know? So if they release that, you know, it's probably like 95%, right. But, um, and bodies, um, talk, to one another. The conversation between bodies goes on all the time. We've got this wonderful tool in Access called <clears throat> Who Does This Belong To or Is This Mine? Right? Yeah. And it's an amazing tool because so many of us take on, you know, are aware of something and we think it's immediately ours, you know? So these conversations uh, with our body, but also with other bodies and being willing to listen and acknowledge when a body is saying something to you. And they communicate often pain, often um, physical, um, but also emotional pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can um, perceive that. So learning um, the language of bodies and being willing to learn new languages um, that different bodies communicate is really um, quite, a, quite a pleasure and can give you more ease with your body. Um, and you see people um, who are looking for something different. Now, you also see people, this is what I really wanted to say, who hear bodies and listen to bodies. And one of the things that um, Glenna and I, I speak for you, Glenna, love about one another is because we see the conversation that one another have with bodies. Um, it's not necessarily a different conversation, but they're different tongues that we speak. Um, and, and the, the information um, comes to us. And Pat, when you... Have that moment in a workshop, in a private session, um, in a, um, a séance with someone where they relax into the space of who they are without the judgment. Your whole body relaxes. Your whole body relaxes. You see their body relax, and you the beauty that the sh- the shadow of fear and doubt and pain and all that dissipates and the beauty that they are begins to shine. There is nothing like it in the world. And I, I, that's why I do what I do and work and, and travel and it's, just, and it's just wonderful. And I see that with Glenna in a different way and it just is amazing, it's amazing.
0: And, you know, part of this is, you know, Cass, I'm just reflecting on what you're talking about is the reason that you're in front of the folks is because obviously something in their lives is not working for them. And they probably have gone down the path of trying this and trying that. And here you are in front of them in service of them being in service of themselves. You know, Glenna, isn't it, from your perspective, I mean, isn't there, like Cass was saying, a sense of pain, a sense of something? And sometimes it is physical, but there's a sense of something going on. And yet we do not have the awareness that our body has very much to do with it. I don't know.
1: Yeah. No, that's that's totally true. And Cass, I love what you said. Thank you so much. That was beautifully,
0: mm-hmm. beautifully.
1: Beautiful. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, they they do show up in our classes. People do all the time because there is something that's not working in their life. There's some pain or suffering that they, you know, that is real to them. That they don't. They're looking for tools to change. I can say that almost none of these things that we're creating as pain and suffering are truly real. They're a creation. Um, They're a creation that's really popular (laughs) in this reality. That's how we fit in. Just like the stuff we, you know, what we wear to to fit in. We can take on our pain and suffering stories to fit in too. Um, But I'm also seeing more of a different choice for people coming to classes, which is really exciting to me. Um, But people are choosing because they want more. Not that they want Mm -hmm. to change something that's terrible, but they're actually choosing to have a more, having more in their life, having a greater life, having a life that's more joyful and more fun um, than I've ever seen before, which has really been exciting to me. People are showing up. I used to get to people at the beginning of classes saying, oh, this hurts and that hurts and this is not working. And, And now I'm having people think, how do you talk to your body? How can I be more grateful for my body? How You know, how can I create with my body? So many of the things we've been talking about. But see a shift in um, what people are possibly choosing on the planet. Which I'm really excited about. Uh, maybe years of these wonderful access tools are starting to dissipate greater on the planet than I've ever imagined it would, with, you know, how, you know, what else is possible with all of that, truly. Uh, and the the pain stuff would when it does go away, it's such a gift. I mean, every single person that comes to my class gifts to me incredibly. It creates more in my life. Every time a person does change a uh, point of view and is able to get rid of these crazy ways to create, that changes me, not just yeah. them. So there, there's always this gifting and receiving that's going on in the class that that's, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. do I choose to do these? twice a month and travel all over the world um, just because I, you know, get some money and get a few new places. No, it's this change that I see in the gifting that I get from the people when they choose more. Because You know, that creates not just change for me and them, it creates change for everybody. When you're choosing more, everybody receives more.
0: You know, I want to ask you both uh, about some tools. You know, what mm-hmm. tools might we bring into play here now to really look at what we can do and what i mean by that is you know there are folks that that may be listening to the call today and say yeah i relate to that yeah i get that yeah i get that now what so what can we help people out with here today
2: right well one of the things i want to say is a lot sure. of people come because something isn't um, working mm-hmm. but a lot of people come because they're they know something else is possible right they yeah. know that there's a deeper conversation that they can have. There's a better connection. They can feel more comfortable in their skin, and you know, Glenna, Glenna was saying she travels a lot because um, you know she likes the change. But also, you know, we're in demand, thankfully. And what would yeah. it take for it to be even more in demand? Because people get that from us. They get that just by being around us. They get the ease. There's not a lot of people who are comfortable in their body. There's not a lot of people like you were saying before, uh, Dr. Pat. You mm-hmm. know, with the actresses, we've been in New York, and you know, or mm-hmm. even in LA. You know, I, I, when I went to LA the first time, I was on the east, on the West Coast. I was like, "God, is everybody gorgeous here?" What is, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, and so, no matter what, um, there's this. We actually in, embody it, like um, vibrate like that, with no judgment about the body, and already that's a different vibe. So I just wanted to say that Mm -hmm. not everyone who comes has something that's wrong. They just might know how can I have it um, even more uh, of me. Um, One of the things that about the conversation with bod Mm -hmm. uh, is um, just, I always suggest to people to start or to deepen the conversation because some people do talk to their bodies, right? Um, It's one of the most, interesting conversations, first of all, for me, you'll ever have. And you'll never get bored again once you start talking and listening to your body. Um, But just to say in the morning when you wake up, just give your arm a caress and say, good morning, body. How was your sleep? What could I do for you today? And you don't even have to do anything. It's like when you walk into a room and somebody just smiles at you and acknowledges you, do they have to do anything? No, you're just so happy. They noticed me. They said, hi, they smiled. They know I'm here. Hello. (laughs) I'm here. Right. Your body, it just goes into relax. (gasps) Is she talking to me? She's talking to me. Yay. Just good morning and a nice caress. Thanks for waking up (laughs) because you could have chosen not to, you know what I mean? That's, I mean, just one simple uh, tool and see how different your day is with that good morning and that question, what could I do for you today? Just mm-hmm. notice the difference.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that because here's, here, here it is, right? So what, what what's the alternative of that? What I mean by that is, what is it we actually get up and say? We actually might get up and say, oh my God, my aching back, I can't believe these knees. What the, I mean, there is that, that we sometimes automatically do without even thinking about it. But if we could start a different dialogue, as you just pointed out, how easy is that to do?
2: Yeah, it is. so easy.
1: easy. It's almost Don't listen to the mirror. They lie. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Go ahead. Don't listen to (laughs) the mirror. Yeah, it's funny. When I used to, before, like we were talking about what my conversations used to be, before um, I found these cool, amazing tools, I would get up and I would start to stress. I was like, oh, I have to do this and pay these bills and the kids and are going to be late and get dressed and, and I never had fun mornings. My mornings were stressed out while I was still lying in bed. And the tool that helped me the most, we've already mentioned on this talk, is this. Who does that belong to? When I wake <laughs> up in any city, still, I wake up and I am aware of I open my eyes. It's that city. Everything's going on. When I'm in Seattle, I'll wake up and go, oh my god, I'll hear in my head, I need to go for a bike ride, or I need to go out running if it's a sunny day. Well, I don't ride bikes. <laughs> so it was never my fault. I don't. I don't enjoy riding bikes. My body does. So me having a point of view that I should go ride a bike in the morning is obviously not mine. So becoming aware of how, when I woke up, the whole world's waking up, and all of their heads are going, and I'd be hearing them all. So who does this belong to? Is this mine or someone else's? was a great tool that helped me in the day. And I love Kath's tool. Um, I'm gonna start using that. I actually don't do that too in the morning, but just to say hi. I used to say, Hey, what we, you know, what grand and glorious adventures are we gonna have
2: today? Which is another fun one to do. Yeah. I used to get back in bed if I hadn't asked that question, what grand and glorious adventures, because I noticed the difference in my day when I did mm-hmm. ask it. So I'd be brushing my teeth in front of the mirror and I'd be oops, forgot to ask that. Put the toothbrush down, get back in bed. <laughs> And ask that question.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, one of the things I wanted to, you know, just to ask you both about as a tool is sometimes it's being aware of not doing something. And, you know, I think I'm one of these, I think I'm one of these girls where, you know, what works for me is looking at what I can stop doing. And and some people don't do that. They're more like, oh, what can I do? And sometimes for me, it's just, wait a minute, you know what, I am not going to do that thing. And probably, you know, not a big fan of using the not word, but that sometimes is the way that I have to catch myself. Now, I would love to know a different tool. I already know what else is possible here. So when I go to the not thing, I then go to what else is possible here. <laughs> but what are your thoughts on helping people create that behavioral change? What if what have you found gets them to do that thing that they've done every day for 50 years differently this one day day 50 50 year 50 plus day 1? Well, you
2: That's know, a
1: it's for the go. Yeah. Go ahead, Glenn. Sorry. No, I'm just saying it's a big question for a few minutes. There's a lot of different ways to have that. But looking at what's so vital about it or real to you, like, what do you love so much about this thing you keep doing? And becoming aware of what that is. Like, what do I love so much about this? Sometimes if you can find what that is, which may be crazy and stupid, it's, oh, because your mom used to do it. Um, Or whatever it is for you. You can go, oh, well, that doesn't really work for me anymore. You know, does, exactly. that, does that thing you're doing all the time still work for you? Yes or no? And then seeing what it what it is that created it can help you change it. You can also mm-hmm. make a demand, no matter what it takes. I'm not doing this anymore.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm changing this. Yeah, exactly. Is it is it working for you? Because a lot of times we decide we want we don't want to do anything any something anymore because it's like the new black, not to do it anymore. But is right. it? Where is it? Maybe it's someplace working for you. A lot of people think they have this problem about sleep. Glenna, I mean, Glenna yeah. alluded to it a couple of times, and maybe next time we'll talk about it. But sleep so. is a very interesting thing for people. And people are like, I don't sleep at night. And I'm like, Are you tired? No, but I don't sleep at night. It's a problem. Is it? Are you tired? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> because, like Glenna said, there's like so many thoughts going on when everyone else is awake. How about some quiet time to yourself when everyone's sleeping and you're not picking up on all those thoughts? So it's like, what is it that we've decided we can't do, we shouldn't do, we should stop mm-hmm. doing, right? Mm-hmm. That actually is working for us. It's working for us to be up in the middle of the night. What? Who's knocking on my door? Should I write a book? You know, they can call me. I'm on the other side of the world. So you, can, <laughs> yeah, I'll be up.
0: <laughs> Which we've
1: yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh-
0: Okay, and I've got your Skype now. Um, (laughs) I am one of those people. I get it all the time. You know, I'm not a person that needs 10 hours of sleep. I don't know how to sleep 10 hours. And I can get, you know, people say that I'm weird. I I can get five, six hours of sleep, get up on a Saturday morning and go play table tennis for six hours. And I got to tell you, maybe our next show would be about what is some self-talk. Period. Because six hours of table tennis, hitting the ball at 100 miles an hour, and feeling energized and not tired after five hours of sleep, my friends think I'm on drugs. I'm not.
2: <laughs> right. Well, maybe you're just on the drug called happiness.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow.
2: Ping pong tournament at annual ping pong tournaments coming up at my house. So hop on a plane, get over here.
0: <laughs> Are you serious? Cause I'm there. I am totally serious. <laughs> I am totally there. I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna send you a picture of me with my coach back in
2: nineteen seventy-four.
0: Oh my goodness. Send you, oh no, no. okay. Sorry, Glenna, we just went off. Thank you both <laughs> yeah, for today. Cool. <laughs> I, I hope you I hope you both will come back because there is a part two to this. Um, there is a part I two would, to this. Yeah. Yes. I yeah.
1: would love that.
0: I think that would be fabulous. Yes. It would be fabulous. Line, and join us for cocktails in New York. I'm, I'm on it. Uh, one last question. What's your personal message, each of you? What do you want to leave us with?
2: There's nobody like you on the planet. Please stop mm. trying to be like anyone else. They've already got that covered.
1: Mm. How about, who are you today and what grand and glorious adventures are you going to
0: have? Uh, yeah, yeah. I love it. Thank you both. Thank you both so much. Uh, Dr. Glenna Rice and, of course, Cass Thomas. uh, We have lots of information. Cass Thomas is cassthomas.com, K-A-S-S, thomas.com. And Dr. Glenna Rice is, uh, that's pretty much just it now, Glenna. You've moved uh, over to glennarice.com and accessconsciousness.com. All right, everybody, we'll see you next time.